This is the Best of the Adam Gold Show podcast, brought to you by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. Tough start to the Panthers preseason. They get beat by the Jets 27-0, and I believe the, uh, the, the, the Wolves are out already. The Wolves are out for the Cats. Fans are going nuts. Frank Reich, I thought we were going to change things. I have some theories as to why there is some angst. They'll get to that in a little bit. Will Brinson, uh, who we talked to on Mondays here during the NFL season, I thought since apparently some people are treating a uh, 27-0 loss to the Jets as somehow carrying some meaning, I thought we would pretend uh, that, it's a, um, that, it, that it matters. So is, uh, is Frank Reich on the hot seat, Will? Yeah, fire him right now. <laughs> why is he still? Why is he still the coach? What I don't are we understand. doing? I don't um, I'd like to remind you that the Chiefs lost nineteen fourteen to the Bears last year in Week One of the regular season. The Chiefs would end up having the thirty second overall pick uh, in in the NFL draft because they won the Super Bowl, and the Bears would end up having the first overall pick until they traded it to Carolina because they were the worst team in football. So before we go and make, I mean, and look, like I think it is. The, the preseason is a warm-up for the regular season, right? It's nothing. And it means I love, nothing. It means nothing. It does, it, well, there's some stuff that means that mean things, mm-hmm. but, like, by and large, it does mean nothing. I mean, I like to constantly say, let's settle down and not make rash, you know, let's not jump to rash conclusions right. based on one game, a small sample size. And then I like to do the, exactly that. Right. And like make, you know, like we come, then I get on Monday with you at like, you know, 12, 12 o'clock or whatever it is and, 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 and yell about how the, you know, week one of the Panthers regular season is a complete disaster. I, or, you know, this team's a disaster. I, I think, I think a couple of things should be true with the Panthers. One, the offensive line could be problematic. Yeah. Now, that, that was the issue for, for me. Just with the first handful of series, right? Yes. Iki Aquanu completely misdiagnosed or mis- misrecognized a stunt from the Jets, mm-hmm. and he got blown by. Bryce Young got popped mm-hmm. on the, I believe his first pass. It was a completion to Adam Thielen for eight yards. Right. Um, you saw him actually. Iki was clearly he was like, oh, my God, I am so sorry, buddy, because right. you saw Bryce Young pop on the helmet. Like, don't sweat it, dude. Uh, and then Iki also got beat, and I don't like to talk bad about Iki because no. it you know, NC State guy, and I think he's a really, really good run blocker. He's yeah. got to improve in his pass pro. Um, got beat low by Bryce Huff on um, a subsequent play. He didn't actually. Uh, I think Jermaine Johnson was the one who got to the right. got to Bryce Young on that. The other thing can be true that the Jets have a top five pass rush, and the Panthers yep. might just have like an average to below average offensive line right now. Not everybody's healthy. Not everybody's cohesive. Defensive lines. So mm-hmm. if you think about, you know, we always talk about like like defensive lines are going to be ahead of the offensive lines in in the preseason. Yeah, especially if they stunt and and yeah, you're playing you're against and right. right, exactly. And, and the Jets were being aggressive. The Jets were also playing their second preseason game. Mm-hmm. They have an entire game's worth of reps more than the Panthers do in terms of actual game action. Mm-hmm. Um, offensive line, if if something is going to show up in the preseason as a problem. For almost every NFL team, it is the offensive line. Right. It shows up all over the league because, one, you require a lot of consistency with the offensive line to produce positive results. And, two, you require a lot of reps to get that consistency. And they just don't – teams just don't have a lot of reps because we're early in the season. So I thought that Bryce Young 
looked looked like he belonged, whatever the hell mm-hmm. that's supposed to mean. <laughs> but that the offensive line is is a problem. I think the weapons like Adam Thielen and, and Hayden yeah. Hurst are nice enough underneath DJ Chark too. Like the Panthers can be good if the offensive line is good. If the offensive line mm-hmm. stinks, the Panthers are going to be uh, I don't know a five hundred team maybe. Yeah, I mean they might be a five hundred team either way. Uh, sure. I mean nine and eight probably. I think nine and eight will win the division. I mean, that's just the way I, I think nine and eight will win the NFC South this year. I mean, if you win 10, if you win 10 games, I don't think I, I think you're resting your starters uh, in the final week of the regular season. I really do. I don't know about, I don't know about that, but it, you're, it's 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 entirely possible. You're not wrong. The, I don't know if anybody's NFC, good. The NFC South is like for the exact opposite reason of the AFC North, mm-hmm. like and they are the actual exact opposites. Um, <laughs> the, the the AFC North is impossible to pick because you don't know which team is going to be the best because they're all right. really good. Except for the Browns. The NFC South, what's, except for who? The Browns. Oh, Browns can be really good. Uh, Browns have yeah. a decent roster. Uh, you know, no, but I, Browns, can be, Browns can be better than we think, but I, I'm not okay. high on them either. <laughs> the NFC South is impossible to pick because you don't know which bad team is going to be the best. And I, I do think that we'll see these teams kind of glom together around mm-hmm. 500 where it's like last place could be 7-10 and 10 and first place is 10-7. and seven. Yeah, I mean, I think ultimately, I think nine and eight will win the division thanks to a tiebreaker. I really, that's the way I, I think. I, I'm not, I'm not going to take week one of the preseason and look at how Derek Carr looked in his first drive oh. against the Chiefs' questionable defense, and he looked really good. They looked really good. The Saints looked really good, mm-hmm. and how the Panthers looked in their entire uh, game, and they looked really bad. And Matt Corral, woof. Um, also, no time back there. Yeah, I'm not going to change my like if I'm picking the Panthers to be in first and the Saints to be in last. I'm not going to flip that based on week one of the preseason. That's a bad overreaction. All right. Let me ask you about I – don't, I don't know if this is an overreaction or not, uh, but a few years ago, Will Brinson is joining us here from CBSSports.com. That Will Brinson, also the Pick 6 podcast. Um, mm. Back when Ron Rivera was hired by Washington during the Dan Snyder era, uh, I thought that it was the perfect hire – for an organization that simply needed an adult. And that's what Ron Rivera is. Solid human being, good coach, not a great coach, but a good coach, uh, conservative coach, but a good one. Um, that That's exactly what they needed. Defensive Mike McCarthy. <laughs> a perfect, a perfect example. So this offseason, they try to get more dynamic offensively. They hire Eric Bieniemy as the offensive coordinator. And all of a sudden, they're answering questions now about, oh, man, is he running his team? Is he working his team too hard? And Rivera doesn't say, no, it's pro football. We're we're a month away from the start of the season. Why does anybody care about this? He basically threw the enemy under the bus by saying, yeah, it's something we're going to have to talk about. Uh, players have complained. It's too complicated. Adam Gold in studio with my man, Coach Pete Deruta, Capital Financial Advisory Group. I was on your website, and I love the term financial termites because there are always things eating at your money that you can't see. So you don't want financial termites. Termites in the financial world are risk, fees, unnecessary commissions. All the bad things that we see and we hear about on TV are happening many times inside your portfolio you don't see. So you need a financial exterminator. Well, for the next 10 of you to call, we'll put together for you your very own total retirement plan at no cost. Call 888-843-0013. Or text Adam to 600-700. Adam Gold is a paid spokesman. Investment advisory services offered by Capital Financial Advisory Group, a North Carolina registered investment advisor. What are we doing? Yeah, so um, they, 
uh, Commanders, and I man, I really hope they change that name. Um, they will. The vibes are the way the kids say these days. The vibes are immaculate. Um, <laughs> aside from if they say something like that, I don't really something, know. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I have no idea. Um, do they say bomb the, the bomb dot com? Do they still say that? I, I have no so. idea, but I'll find the out bomb. today when I pick my son up. Yeah, ask him about the bomb if, if, okay. the, if that's still cool with the kids. Right. Um, my son routinely calls me a, a nerd and says that says various things about me that are meme related that it's are not very true. nice. At, at any rate, um, I, I think that because of the, the sale to Josh Harris, you really see a difference in this team, um, and like. I think that you're going to see an, a very optimistic and enthusiastic fan base show up for, for mm-hmm. week one and show up throughout the preseason. Um, now, the Ron Rivera thing is really interesting because he is, as far as I know, Adam, the only coach in the NFL to oversee the transition of an ownership sale through multiple scandals. Yes, I've never seen this before. Robert Rivera's the guy you want transitioning. I mean, at the end of the day, this season, Ron Rivera knows that this season is an audition for his Mm -hmm. new boss, Josh Harris, who is going to probably come in and completely clean house because that's what owners eventually do when they take over football teams. I thought he did a pretty good job of walking it back. He compared the enemy to Jack Del Rio and he was like, they, they all have different styles, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, look, like you just can't, it was just a bad move. And I think he's just maybe feeling a lot of pressure uh, and subsequently walked it back. I, I think Washington has a chance to be better than people expect. Their like, defense could be really, yes. really good. And I'm, I like Sam Howell. Like I think, I think Sam yeah, Howell I mean, has a chance to be a, a player in this league, and if if they can protect for him and these weapons kind of develop and he plays well, then Washington could be a problem. Right? No, I I think they do have good personnel, and especially on the defensive side of the ball, they could be good. And they've got game breaking, they have some game breaking players on the offensive side as well. Stuff that the Panthers don't have, it seems like Washington has. Right? They have of a little bit of that element, um, but. I mean, Terry McLaurin's a, maybe the most underrated receiver in the NFL. He's, like the he's a star. He goes for 1,000 yards every year. He doesn't care who the quarterback is. A, and now he's yeah. got a guy that he, he likes in Sam Howell who can be aggressive right. down the field and, mm-hmm. um, and, and is willing to force balls into tighter windows. But I know you say that Ron Rivera did a good job of walking it back. But, man, you shouldn't have had to walk it back. You, you, so one of – my you can interpret it – interpret what – I can't even speak English. You can interpret what Ron Rivera said in one of two ways. One, he agrees that Eric Bieniemy is working his team too hard, which mm. I can't even fathom. Or he's basically saying that my team isn't very smart. My offense isn't very smart in terms of the personnel. I mean, I, these are the only ways to say to to apologize for that. So the enemy thing is really interesting because and we talked to J.P. Finley for our All 32 series um, on 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 the Commanders. Like, yeah, Bienemy is like everybody's like, well, you should get a head coaching job, and everybody's kind of treating this as he wanted to go to Washington to get out from under Andy Reid so he could prove that he deserves a head right. coaching job. Except he didn't really have any other offers to be an offensive coordinator, and it was just sort of time to move mm-hmm. on. In Kansas City. Now, you're not going to get anybody in Kansas City to say anything bad about him. I think he, he's got two Super Bowl rings, right? Right. Um, there's some historical off-the-field stuff that certainly pops up during these interviews, I believe, um, that kind of largely gets unmentioned by in, in the media. Um, I, I just sort of wonder if this isn't more of a forced marriage for Rivera with Bienemy than 
maybe it's being given credit for I mean, because he didn't have of the to hire him. Right? I, I don't know. Do you not? I mean, I mean, I, I did he? I mean, was it a? Did the league tell him he had to? No, I just wonder if like you know, there was some uh, you know edict from they, they, there was a there was a clear call to change the offense because he right. fired Scott Turner and needed to go get somebody else. I, I, I mean, I, I don't. I'm not saying that he was told to hire, hire Eric Bieniemy. I'm just saying like it, when Eric Bieniemy became a candidate for that job, you sort of wonder if his bosses didn't say that's the guy that we want to hire to bring in and run some kind of Andy Reid system. Um, and he's clearly not running. This, like he's not he's not he is not a Ron Rivera type of practice guy. No. Like he's a and, and, and I, I don't I don't think it's that big a deal. Like it's just a weird it's a weird dynamic. It is a bit of a red flag. I thought that was a complete turnover by the head coach uh, yeah. in in Washington. Right. It's an unfortunate. Error. And it, it's it's hard to walk that it's hard to walk that back until we see uh, what the team looks like uh, when the when we get to the opener. All right, Will Brinson. Uh, we uh, we talked about the two, basically the two locals, uh, and we will talk again maybe next week. Uh, and I appreciate your time as always. Yeah, man. Talk to you soon. See you. Got it. Will Brinson here on the Adam Gold Show.